0: It's Bruner 1.0, and I am here with someone I've never met in person, someone I've never met uh,
1: other than the internet, Mr. Dan <laughs> Liggett. What's up, man? Can I pronounce hey, your last name Hey, how's it right? going, bro. Yeah. No, you got it exactly right.
0: Good. Because I was worried about that as I was driving home from the <laughs> gym, and I was like, ooh, if I mess up his name on the first try, this is going to be real bad.
1: Uh, See, I came in with an advantage because I, I listen to the podcast. I'm able to hear you say your name every day, every time. Something post, so now I know how to say it. You're the you one didn't person get that same who listens for me. Yeah, all right. I'll be the one person who listens to this one too.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So we're gonna have a total of two listens because I I tend to listen back. <laughs> all right. Josiah listens every now and then, so there's three. Hey, we're we're Good. moving on up.
1: It's important to have the big guy listening.
0: Right. Well, he's uh, don't don't compliment him. <laughs> Hold on. Now I gotta digress here. Josiah, you're the worst. No one likes you. I don't care what year it is. My New Year's resolution is to <laughs> still hate Josiah Leroy. Oof! I'm just kidding. I love you, Josiah. Uh, uh, So you and I uh, started Mm -hmm. talking because of one Seth. See, I can't even pronounce his last name. I'm going to butcher it. Zelinsky? Zelinsky? Yep. Seth
1: Zelinsky. All
0: right. I've met him in person,
1: and I still don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh, (laughs) wow. All right. Uh,
0: So tell me how you know Seth.
1: Well, Seth Zelinsky and I, we actually went to uh, elementary school together. So Mm -hmm. we're going all the way back. We started, uh, we became friends in middle school through band. Uh, He was also friends with my two sisters. Uh, And then in college we roomed together.
0: Very cool. So uh, obviously Seth has been part of the Geekiverse for a long time now. Yeah. Uh, The first time I met him I I was in the parking lot of our little venue that we had and Mm -hmm. I didn't know Seth at all beforehand but I pulled up beside his car and I thought he was someone else in the Geekiverse. So I held up my WWE championship title and just stared him down. And then I realized <laughs> it was not who I thought it was. I thought it was Pav, And then I just felt oh, awkward man. the whole time. Yeah. I stared him and Nate down the whole time and I was like, Ooh, Oh, good. You're not Pavlock. <laughs> My bad.
1: So, good. No, I mean, he probably appreciated it. He likes getting stared down. You know, any type of physical was, confrontation he's down for. It
0: was dark. It was weird. It was creepy. I, mean, I don't think he's ever let me live it down since. Well, I'll,
1: I'll tell you this in, we went to Houghton college, which is a, a small liberal arts college, um, like an hour south of Buffalo. We in college, uh, our freshman and sophomore year, we had the Houghton wrestling federation. Oh, wow. So we had, we did like the jokey, you know, fake backyard wrestling between like just the guys on our floor. Uh, and had a blast, but he had this whole character where he he would wrestle as Shadow Dragon, and it was it was a good time. So I mean, like he appreciates that kind of stuff. He, you know, he'll, he'll jump in if you ask him to.
0: Oh, I'm totally gonna make a meme of him as Shadow <laughs> Dragon. That is excellent.
1: I um I'm gonna find you a picture because yes. there are pictures and there are videos, and I could probably find some for you.
0: We are gonna post that on the Geekiverse immediately. Um, <laughs> so I, I can transition here. Look at me go. I'm a professional. You, you did uh Yeah, thanks. You did some fake, quote-unquote, backyard wrestling in college. Now, you're part of a pretty legitimate, you know, federation, as I like to call it, because I'm an old-school guy. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Victory One Wrestling. Tell me about that. So, Victory One Wrestling uh, is a promotion that started out of Riverworks Bar in Buffalo, Moved out of Riverworks, uh, now kind of jumps around to different venues within the area until we f- can land and find a home. Uh, but the the man in charge, his name is Blackjack Phoenix. Blackjack has been wrestling, oh man, it's got to be about 20 years now. He has wrestled all over the world. He's the kind of guy who has won a championship and bled on every continent you can think of. He extremely, extremely proficient in what he does. Uh, a matter of fact, we were at his house once. He had a DVD of some of his old matches, and he was going through, um, and he wrestled in Hungary, he's wrestled in Japan, he's wrestled in Mexico, South America, all across the United States, Canada. He, he's truly a man who's done it all. And he resides in Buffalo. Uh, he worked with Empire State Wrestling. Empire State Wrestling is based in the North Towns. And uh, after a while, he decided to start uh, training his own wrestlers, he got a partnership with, with, uh, this bar river works in order to have a ring there. Um, people could come in, you know, for a month at a time, he could train with him and just kind of learn the ropes, how to, you know, how to fall, how to take a hit, how to throw suplexes, you know, anything you could think of. Sure. Uh, so it started there, uh, and about June, 2016, Me and uh, my buddy Nate decided we were going to wrestle for a month and I did it for the month and then stopped because I had to have a wife and two kids that I (laughs) care about. So it was, it's incredibly, you know, it takes up so much of your time. Um, so we started there, uh, it built into having shows throughout the summer, um, I'll tell you, we've had some huge names come through Victory One. Um, I've gotten to sit down and speak with the Nasty Boys, oh, wow. uh, Jerry Sags and Brian Nobbs. Yeah. Uh, I have gotten to speak with Eric Bischoff. Wow. Uh, I've gotten to speak with uh, Leap and Lanny Poffo. They, they've all come through. Shane Douglas w- was actually a staple in a couple of shows uh, at the beginning. So we've had quite a few large names come through the promotion uh, to really you just show up, kind of teach them. Some of the newer guys uh, in the beginning. Uh, there's also a local guy named uh, Johnny Puma. Uh, okay. was Johnny Johnny freaking Puma is how he calls himself, <laughs> which is amazing. And he comes in. Uh, he came in a couple times to do promo classes. And he's he's another guy who's been doing it forever. Um, so what happened is I did it for my month. I decided that that was enough for me. I was cool. I learned how to do it. And honestly, if you ever get a chance to get in a ring, learn how to do that stuff, take it. 100% take it because you, you learn to appreciate so much more what's going on in that ring once you've been in there doing it yourself. And you, you start to see things a little bit differently when you're watching matches and going through pay-per-views. It's, it's amazing to do
0: you're not just that guy on the couch who's complaining because the story wasn't good enough or like the move right, wasn't exactly. executed. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, oh man, they should have power bombed him onto the turnbuckle and then DDT'd him into the ring apron. It's like, <laughs> no man, that, that stuff hurts. Be <laughs> it, safe.
0: It, it's not fake. It's scripted. Yeah, sure. But it's not fake. <laughs>
1: scripted, not fake. Yeah. So after a while, um, Blackjack asked me back to be a referee. So that's what I've been doing with the show. I got about 40, 50 matches under my belt uh, as a ref the promotion and uh, it, it's honestly it's been a blast my buddy um, still wrestles he actually had his first uh, few matches some for victory one some for another promotion in Ohio wow. that he drove out to do yeah yeah that's the thing when, when you have that lifestyle you find where you can get booked and you just drive and show up and so the weekends are just him on the road mm-hmm. and him just picking up matches where he can Sure. Yeah.
0: So, how long has how long has this been time frame wise that you've been well wrestling for a month and then uh, refereeing matches?
1: <laughs> hey, I'm a legit wrestler. I got that month.
0: Hey, you've got more than I do, man. I'll give it to
1: you. <laughs> no. So, um, the promotion started about April 2016.
0: Okay. Like so beginning, fairly young. beginning.
1: Yeah, it is fairly young. Uh, and then they ran shows throughout that summer. Uh, Took a hiatus for the winter because it was an outside venue that they were wrestling in. And Buffalo winters don't tend to do very well for outside venues. No. (laughs) Yeah. So then it started back up in the summer uh, training and – sorry, summer 2017 training, putting on a couple of shows. They actually – they have a Facebook page, Victory One Wrestling. I want to make sure everybody knows, finds it, likes it. It's incredible. You'll see some of the old stuff that we had on there. Um, you'll see updates, upcoming shows. We also have a YouTube channel also under victory one wrestling, um, that you can also subscribe to. And then if there's any updates, there's matches up there. Um, there's interviews with some of the wrestlers. Uh, there's a lot of good content across the board. So, uh,
0: I have not been to too many indie promotions as they like. to Oh, go, I I know know, I'm
1: slacking no matter where you are there's going to be like two or three around you. Like that's just how it is now. There's so many of these little promotions. You're in uh,
0: Michigan. Yep. Grand Rapids, Michigan. And then they actually opened a new one, uh, fairly close to me in Muskegon, which is about 20, 25 minutes, depending on how fast you can get through the snow. Um, mm-hmm. and it's one, oh, yeah. yeah, it's one that my friends and I have said we need to go do. Cause we watch WWE. We'll, we'll catch the big new Japan stuff and ROH and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, indie promotions isn't something we've gotten into, but now this one's so close, we're like, eh, we might as well just go see it and have some fun.
1: I, I'm going to tell you this. You could spend 50 bucks, go to the nosebleed sections of the Rosemont Horizon or wherever is by you, or you could spend $15, be second row, and see these guys work up close. And it, it's it's an entirely different atmosphere. It's raucous. It's crazy. It's a beautiful time to go. So if if you have something that you know you can go to, my God, man, get out there! It supporting these little guys while they're little, because then some someday. For example, uh, Luke Harper was in ESW, okay. which was up up north uh, in North Tonawanda, and you know I was able to go and see him while he was still wrestling as Brody Lee, and then to be able to say, oh yeah, him, I remember him when he was nothing, and for him to be up in WWE, Intercontinental Champion, you know, part of the Wyatt family, and be like, yeah, I remember him, I I watched him wrestle.
0: Right, right. So something I got to do when I was, uh, I was living in Michigan at the time, but uh, I met Dan Joseph, which I don't know if you've seen some of the coverage we've done with him on the Geekiverse. Um, He's a former Buffalo man. He moved out to California. (laughs) Uh, He wanted to do the acting thing, but it never worked out. So now he does uh, wrestling, indie promotion stuff um and he oh it's awesome yeah yeah he wrestled at i came back to buffalo strictly to watch him wrestle that's how geeked i was because i (laughs) he lives in california i don't go to california like i don't you know i don't have yeah i imagine
1: buffalo is going to be a little bit closer than getting out to california
0: right so he he came back for a weekend and he's like yo i'm wrestling for nickel city wrestling uh oh yeah yeah whoever's in town come see me and i was like you know what i'm gonna make the drive and go see him because i just think that's cool and mm-hmm. I, humble brag here. He was one of the best dudes on the show. Like he was amazing. Um, yeah. He did the, uh, he, uh, what's the, the, it's Jason Jordan does it a lot. It's the Northern light suplex, but then you like bring him back and do it again. Oh yeah. Okay. So he did that. Yeah, I and I was like, about. dude, I've never seen that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just a great show. So yeah, indie promotion stuff is great. I think I paid seven, like 10 bucks, something like that.
1: And I sat yeah, exactly. front row. It's so cool. It's, and just to be like, I know these guys. There are a couple guys who have wrestled for Victory 1 that are also big in Nickel City. Um, Sebastian Braun is one name that I can think of. Um, Puff.
0: Okay, yep, yep. Guy,
1: just, guy wrestles as, this is Puff. He's just some massive 400-pound guy who just <laughs> right. I think runs in and smashes people.
0: Yeah, I think he was there too that night that I went. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a great time. So you're you're a referee. What's yes. uh, what? What does that entail? Because like I, you know, we hear stuff from the wrestlers. We hear behind the scenes stuff from even announcers. If you read uh, some of those, uh, what's the guy's name? The book that just came out, Justin Roberts. Um, yep. But yeah, as a referee, I don't know if I've ever heard like the behind the scenes for you guys. So tell us what that's about.
1: So when I went into training to be a referee, because I, I specifically had to train to do that as well. Uh, I talked to Blackjack, and I was like, "So I just count the pin, right?" And he <laughs> laughed at me, openly laughed. Uh, yeah, th- there's so much psychology that goes into the ref. Like we're we're the hard line of these are the rules. You need to follow them. And if we lose control in that ring, whether scripted or not, it's it's evident and kind of loses the luster of the rest of the show. So it's there's a lot of stuff you got to learn, like how to you know count properly, like little little signs that a wrestler might make in order for you to make your next action. Like, oh, do I pull him off the ropes? Do I start counting? Do I chastise him? Do I count the pin real quick? Do I get distracted by somebody outside? Like, you've got to be paying attention to all of that.
0: And, and you're kind of part of keeping the wrestler safe, are you not?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely part of that, too. Uh, like, if there's somebody who's legitimately injured, I will – be the guy who has to actively pull the wrestler off and say, you need to give him a break. He might be hurt. And then I'll check on him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I have a great example of that in our last show in October. Um, there was a triple threat tag team match. So it was three different two man teams that were in a match together. And it was, I felt so bad because it was the guy's first match. He was so excited. Uh, he was, um, LA, LA Perez. It was his name. He gets in the ring. He's so excited. Throws a few punches. Uh, two minutes in, person he's wrestling shoots him into the ropes. He comes off, and the guy, um, uh, Will the Thrill, is, is the other guy, went up for a dropkick. Something got mistimed between the two of them, uh, and instead of taking... Feet to the chest. He took a knee to the face. Mm. Uh, it turns out he broke his cheekbone in three places. Wow! Uh, so he he goes down and he starts bleeding from the mouth, which is what happens when you break things in your face. And <laughs> at that point, I have to make the decision: Do I call the match? Do I talk to this guy and see what you know? What can he do? Or do I try to get him to the corner to tag in his partner or tag anybody else in so that they can? you know, carry the rest of the match. I remember going down and talking to him. I'm like, what are you going to do? And he goes, finish it, finish it. And so <laughs> I was like, okay. So I, I went around. I'm like, we're going home. Uh, got the wrestler back to his corner. Uh, and then the finish happened. probably a little more rushed than they would have liked, but
0: that that's intense. It's that interesting they even, that they could even finish it. I mean, broken. Cheek-pong? Oh man.
1: i was so impressed, man. So impressed. He just goes, yeah, just finish it. Just finish it. Talking through you know, the blood coming out of his mouth. And it's, it, it can get, you know, real serious real quick, but with these promotions, you're always required to have some sort of medical staff on hand.
0: Yeah, sure. But yeah, the fact that he could even finish it, that reminds me of like the Triple H moments where dude tears his quad and he still finishes the yeah. match.
1: Yeah, rips his quad and he's like, hey, I'm still going to give a couple pedigrees just because I can. <laughs> yeah.
0: So is that by far like the worst injury you've had as a ref?
1: Yeah. That's definitely the worst injury I've seen. Um, I had a guy break a nose, but he was fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy break a nose, but it's whatever. It's fine.
1: Yeah, he was good. Well, he got back up. He, you know, moved everything back into place and finished the match. It was...
0: So that's intense. I couldn't even imagine. Uh, yeah. So what's uh, what's your favorite match that you've been able to be a part of?
1: My favorite match that I have been able to be a part of was our Bash at the Beach show. Okay. Uh, it was in August of this year. The uh, the man that I started out with, Nate, who is uh, one of my best friends, he kept going. He still wrestles, and he was wrestled his first uh, real live match um, as part of a tag team. So I got to be there for his first match to wrestle for the tag team titles, which was you know it, it was a big moment for me. We've, we've known each other since middle school. We've been best friends for a long time. It's just to be able to be a part of that is great.
0: Sure. And did he win?
1: No. No, he did not win the titles. <laughs> he did not. He failed.
0: Well, I mean, even to be a part of the match is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: So, victory one wrestling. It happens how often?
1: You know, we try to do uh, run a show every couple of months with the holiday season, and we ran one in October. We couldn't lock one down for December. So we're looking to set one up in January. Um, It'll be towards the end of the month, always a Saturday or Sunday. That's just how the shows run. So it's it's usually a weekend show. Sometimes it's Friday, but yeah, it'll it'll be a good time.
0: Sure. And uh, about, you know, cost, how much does it cost for tickets roughly?
1: Uh, Tickets are about $15 and that's just general admission. So sit wherever you like. But again, with the indie promotions, you're not looking at a bad seat in the house.
0: You're not looking at a bad seat in the house, and if you get to interact with wrestlers, Um, that yeah, they're out. There's
1: always an intermission. They always come out during intermission. You know, they they sit at their tables. Some of them have merch. Some of them don't. Some of them just wander around and say hi to you because you know they're amicable people and just want to talk.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I remember when I went to uh, Nickel City Wrestling. One of the wrestlers, (laughs) I can't remember his name. uh, Oh my gosh, he was so funny. He was just like going through the crowd during a match and making fun of people. And it was just, (laughs) it was so epic. Like you're never going to see that in WWE. You're just not, I mean, it doesn't happen. Um, No,
1: it's such a personal touch. You know, you get real up close and and really interactive with, with the guys in the ring.
0: Yeah. And then he was making fun of the kids and the kids were giving it right back. It was awesome. So (laughs) uh, definitely if you have the opportunity, go see victory one wrestling. Um, What, once again, what was the Facebook page? Just search victory one wrestling.
1: If you just search Victory 1 Wrestling, it pops right up. Same for YouTube, Victory-1 Wrestling for YouTube. And you'll be able to find all of our content.
0: There you go. So uh, once uh, once that new new venue or uh, date is scheduled, I'll see if I can make my way out there and uh, enjoy some Victory 1.
1: I'd love it. I'd love it, man.
0: All right, man. We are going to uh, wrap that one up. There's going to be another one coming up soon, folks. So stay tuned for the next Geeks Talk Wrestling. Uh, do you have any personal plugs? I always do this, and I always feel bad when I forget. Do you want to plug like your Twitter, your Facebook, whatever you want to do?
1: You know, I have Twitter. Um, it's uh, I, I barely use it. I usually just hop on to, to check to see whatever Kevin Owens is saying. I was going to say, but I can I, tell uh, just
0: by the way you're saying it. You probably don't use it very much.
1: No, I don't. So I don't leave anything. It's a Liggy Small's 4 if if you really want to add me. But uh, if Liggy. not, I won't judge you for it.
0: <laughs> LiggySmalls. Small's. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of nicknames because, like, every time someone comes on this who's new, I usually have a nickname. Uh-huh. Like, Troy LeCastro was TLC just because the initials worked out <laughs> that way.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good.
0: Pavlox, the Polish pierogi. Um, I don't remember why. Josiah makes one of them, so I just like to keep that going. I, <laughs> and I was thinking Ligitron, but that just sounds weird. I, but now you're Wait, Liggy you Small.
1: <laughs> yeah, when I was in the HWF, I wrestled as Demented Dane. And then... Uh, <laughs> In our fake rap group, I was Liggy Smalls from Made to Order was the, was the rap group name. It's just a goofy thing we did in college. So, if you if you want to do Liggy Smalls, man, you go for it. I'll I'll take it.
0: All right. The next podcast we do, I'm going to introduce you as Liggy Smalls, and I'm <laughs> probably not going to be able to contain myself after that. Um,
1: no, that's fine. But
0: that's what we're going to stick with. All right. Uh, Brunner 1.0, Liggy Smalls. We're out. We're going to talk some Royal Rumble on the next episode. So, uh, we'll see we'll see you later. All right. I don't know how to end these things ever. I'm the worst. <laughs>
1: it's all right. Just, just give them the peace out, and then we'll be good.
0: Yeah, the leggy Smalls threw me off. All right, peace Leaggy out. Leagy
1: Smalls. Peace <laughs> out.